Welcome to episode two of Raw Chatter, the stuff that matters. It's Vicky Midwood here and today I would like to talk to you all about healthcare and self-care and just what the heck does self-care mean? So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Vicky Midwood. I am the alcohol addiction and disordered eating eliminator and I'm also an integrative health, nutrition and lifestyle coach with 30 years experience in the world of wellness and what I want to share with you today is this kind of weird phrase that seems to be cropping up everywhere, um, and that is self-care. Now, what we mean by self-care in the world of health, what I mean by self-care, is actually doing the stuff that you need to do to look after you and your health and yourself. It's that simple, right? What a lot of people seem to think it means, and I see all kinds of posts on social media um, that are talking about you taking time out to do these extravagant things that are all part of your self-care kind of routine. But the point of self-care is that it should be part of your lifestyle. You should not have to specifically take time out to do extra stuff unless you choose to because you enjoy it and you have the time to do it. It's not having a massage every week. It's not going to have your nails done and, and have a facial. Yes, that stuff is part of a healthcare and a beauty regime without a shadow of a doubt. If you have the time and if you have the money to do these things on a regular basis, fantastic. But if you don't, then you don't have to include them in part of your self-care routine because self-care should be the stuff that you are doing every single day. So let's really make it simple. My principles in life are keep it as simple as possible. Life's hard enough without making stuff more complicated than it needs to be. And when I speak to people about health, they find that so much information out there is contradictory and therefore they think that health must be really, really complicated. And the whole point of me doing this podcast week in, week out, because that's what I aim to do is do it every week, is to help you to see that it's simple stuff that makes the most difference. It's the stuff that we do every single day that is much more important than these grand gestures that we may do every once in a while. So for me, self-care is making sure that I get enough sleep. It's making sure that I make it a priority to remind myself to drink enough water because I'm the kind of person who can get absolutely engrossed in what I'm doing and be doing something for an hour or a couple of hours and not realize that I haven't had a drink, right? So I need to remind myself by a little notification app on my phone that says, hey, drink some water. Simple stuff. Do I need to go out of my way to make sure that I get enough sleep and to make sure I drink enough? No. Is it important for the way that I feel? Absolutely. If I don't want to feel groggy and unable to focus, and if I don't want to feel that I just need a nap in the afternoon, I kind of need to prioritize getting to bed at the same time every night and getting up 
every morning at the same time because that's going to make my circadian rhythm be in sync, which means that it'll make it much easier for my body to function well. And ultimately, isn't that what all of us want? For our body to function as well as possible. So sleep and hydration, two important things that I do as part of my daily lifestyle, as is eating nutritious food on a regular basis. And that means not starving myself, not deciding that I'm going to binge on sweets and chocolates because I want to distract myself from what I'm doing or I just want to feel better about life in general because I know that if I do do that because of my history of disordered eating and of my issues having had a heart attack, I know sugar is the worst thing that I can put in my body, it's going to make me feel guilty and it's going to make me feel pretty rotten for the rest of the day. Sure, it might work quickly and make me feel better initially for a short period of time. It might just give me that hug that I was looking for or that distraction that I was after. But what it will do is make me probably obsess about having more of the same in an hour or two. And before I know it, because of the person that I am, I know that I could very easily go back down that rabbit hole of treating myself to something on a regular basis throughout the day and then at the end of the day feeling terrible and waking up the next day telling myself I'm never going to do that again, right? Knowing full well that the more pressure I put on myself to not do something, the more likely I am to go ahead and do it. And I'm sure a lot of you are the same, right? We're not unique. We're not different in the way that we handle restrictions, right? Somebody restricts something, you're going to want to do it. Simple as that. So eating nutritious food that's got a good balance of fats and proteins and carbohydrates that's going to make me feel satisfied, not over full, but not, not like I'm starving myself or on a diet, then that's going to help me to function better. That's self-care. Making sure that the food's available to me if I do feel like I need a distraction with something are the foods that are going to help me to still stay on track with my health. So I mean things like having fruit in the fruit bowl. I mean things like having chopped up vegetables like carrot sticks or celery or radish that you can just grab. It just means being aware of having the good stuff available much more abundantly than the other stuff. That doesn't mean to say I'm not going to eat the other stuff, but I don't want to be eating it all the time. What else does self-care mean to me? It means moving my body. It means moving it regularly and frequently. I'm a fitness instructor still, and I have been for 30 years. Um, I started off teaching exercise to music classes and pretty much running a gym uh, within the first few weeks of me, of me qualifying back in 1991. And exercise is part of my lifestyle, and it always has been since then. So for me to not move my body just feels very odd and very uncomfortable. Now, that's not everybody's story. And I was reading a very, very interesting article about um, whether we are supposed to move our body or not. There's an amazing book uh, that I've just 
purchased on Kindle, uh, which I'll share with you later on. But it's it's really interesting about the fact that you know, as as human beings, right, we just moved as part of life, right? Because we just did. We needed to eat food, therefore we had to go out and we had to catch it. We had to hunt for it or we had to gather it. Um, and and that's just how we lived. It's what we did. Now we actually have to take time out of our day to move because the majority of the time we spend in a seated position, which is not ideal for our bodies. But I'm not going to go to the extreme and say it's sitting in a chair is as bad as smoking or that kind of thing. You know, if you sit down for a long period of time, that you don't feel great, right? When you get up, you feel flipping stiff, right? I know that if I'm on networking meetings that last for an hour and a half, and I do a couple on the trot, my body flipping knows about it. I need to get up, I need to get out, I need a change of energy, which means a change of room. It means a change of atmosphere. It means getting some fresh air, getting outside and just moving my body. And if I can't get outside, if it's raining, it means that I can just do something inside. I can run up and downstairs fast, right? I can do jumping jacks in the kitchen. I can I can literally squat up and down if I want to. It, I can do press-ups on my kitchen countertop. I can move my body. I can stretch. I can do some yoga. I can do some Pilates. I can do whatever I want to do to just move my body. Do I need to do it for an hour? no, I do not, right? I literally can do it for five minutes and I'll feel better and my body will feel better. Self-care should not take a lot of time, folks. I hope you're kind of getting that from what I'm saying. It's part of what we do. We all sleep. We all drink fluids during the day. We all eat food, right? So they're all things that we're already doing. And hopefully we all want to get outside at some point during the day to get to just get a change of atmosphere, a change of energy, a change of scenery, and to just help us to get some kind of sunlight, if possible, on our skin. So all things that we're already doing. The other side of self-care that's not the practical side of things is the emotional and mental side. And this is the stuff that is also really, really important. And this means me looking after my time, right? Because I have learned from my mistakes in the past. I had a heart attack back in 2018. Now, you've just heard me say that I've been a fitness instructor for 30 years, right? And I, I taught on average back when I first started about 20 classes a week. And I've never really taught much less than nine or 10 classes a week. Do, do I do all of the classes? No, but I do do quite a bit of exercise. And I do exercise absolutely daily, every morning, from Monday to Friday for 30 minutes, because I am live and I am online um, with my online classes it's Vicky Midwood uh, online classes on book when and on my website fitness Finchley and and so I do that every day because it's just part of my lifestyle as I said so it wasn't my fitness level that caused me to have a heart attack it was my stress level and the fact that my drinking in the past my alcoholism and my food issues which began when I was 12 um, was bulimic, then kind of that morphed into nearly being anorexic and then back to actually overeating and getting really overweight and then going back to bulimia and then being underweight for a, a reasonably long length of time. And, you know, that went on. What I didn't realize then and I do now is that I was creating an absolute havoc <laughs> inside my digestive system, but also I was affecting the whole balance of my cellular function and my heart function. And which means that, long story short, I've got an irregular heartbeat, but also it created 
the fact that my um, that my arteries were getting narrower and also my body was not absorbing food and nutrients as it should. And that was meaning that there was calcium getting into places where calcium should not really, really be. And the long and the short of that was that I ended up because of a, of a number of stressful situations that happened in a very short period of time, having a heart attack. Now, because of that, it's made me extraordinarily mindful right, of what I say yes to and how I fill my time. I am now no longer somebody who will try and cram in as much as possible in a day. It does not serve me well. I would rather take my time and do things well and have space between what I'm doing to actually allow myself to come down and to relax and get into what we call the parasympathetic state or the rest and digest state. Your nervous system, as I'm sure many of you know, has kind of got two sides to it. We've got the fight, flight or freeze side, which many of you have heard of, which is called your sympathetic nervous system. And then we've got the rest and digest part of it, which is your, as it says, rest and digest, your calming down, your relaxing side. Now, most of us in today's world spend way, way too long up in the fight, flight or freeze part of our nervous system. And that is causing all kinds of mental and physical health issues. So part of my self-care is making sure that I do not stress myself out. Yes, we all need some stress, right? It keeps us alive, it keeps us going. But what we don't need is chronic stress. And by chronic stress, I mean stress that is continuously there all of the time for most of the day and rarely dips. That is not good for our heart, our digestive system, our hormone balance, and especially it is not good for our brain function. So for me, self-care is making sure I don't keep saying yes to everything. I let people know if that is not suitable for me, I am not going to change my timetable around to accommodate somebody else's. If they want to have a conversation with me, then they need to have it when I am free, not when they are free, right? Because that is now how I work. This is not me being selfish. This is me taking care of my needs. And that is what self-care is. So by saying this is when I'm free, take it or leave it, that is going to allow me to stay true to myself. And it's going to allow me to stay healthy and well so that I am in a position to be able to help as many people as I possibly can. The other thing that I do for my self-care is to make sure that I connect with people and have conversations with people and ask, how can I help? Because self-care is about connecting. It's about love. It's about listening to what other people have to say. Because what that does is help me to realize that we are all human. It allows me to be empathetic. It allows me to understand things from a different point of view. And that allows me to be a much more rounded and a much more open person. And that too is self-care. Because 
I want to progress, I want to grow, and I want to keep learning about life and people and everything that makes us tick. That's part of my self-care. If I kept doing the same stuff over and over again and never stayed open-minded and never listened to what other people had to say, my life would be pretty damn miserable. And joy is one of the most important things when it comes to self-care. Laughter, communication, letting out my inner child and just having fun. Yes, I am one of those crazy people who when it buckets it down with rain, I wanna go outside in my garden, fully clothed, spin around and sing, <laughs> right? Why? Because it's fun and I love anything that just allows me to let my hair down, just have a laugh, be silly, joke around and have fun. That is self-care. So let's remind ourselves of what we can do to take care of ourselves physically, mentally and emotionally. Let's make sure that we get enough sleep. Let's make sure that we stay hydrated, eat nutritious food and have an abundance of nutritious food available to us so that we're not worried about it. Make sure that we move our bodies, get outdoors because it just helps you to feel better. Make sure that you laugh, that you have fun, that you let out your inner child, that you do something that's joyful, that makes you smile every day and communicate with people. Ensure that you don't say yes to everybody and everything. Self-care is looking after you and your time and protecting yourself and ensuring that you are not overly stressed with a to-do list that never ever gets done and you can never see an end to it. And the final thing is to just allow yourself to emotionally connect to who you are and what you really do enjoy. Journaling is something that is not for everybody. And some people like to do it by talking into their phone and just like keeping a verbal journal or, or doing it on video. Um, I don't know if they're as popular now, but vlogs, uh, they used to be called. And um, I think people just are doing that honestly, aren't they? On TikTok, they're sharing stuff about themselves and what they're thinking and what they're doing. But getting to know you and how you think and how you feel is also part of self-care. So whether it's keeping a journal online, whether it's pen and paper in a, in a beautiful book that you have by the side of the bed, or whether it's talking into your phone, like just getting to know you, who you really are, what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what makes you laugh, what makes you enjoy life, all of that, that's self-care. It's not complicated, it is quite simple folks. And if you have any comments or any questions about what I've shared with you, or you want some ideas of how you can put a sleep routine in place, or just what actually is a nutritious way of eating, or, or what is the app that I'm using to, to keep myself hydrated? If you want to know any of that stuff, I'd love you to connect with me. You can jump over into my private Facebook group, which is called Lifestyle is Health and just ask to join. Answer the three questions on there and uh, and I will let you in and say hi. If you wanna connect with me and have a conversation, and I do love to chat to as many different and new people as possible, then you can do that really simply by jumping on my website, which is vickimidwood.com and just scrolling down the bottom of the homepage where it says booking a chat with me. It's that simple. And yes, you will see that my calendar has slots on there 
that's when I'm free, not when you're free. So even if we, even if you can't fit a conversation in, in those sessions, you can always connect with me on Facebook. I am Vicky Midwood on Facebook, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm also Vicky Midwood on Twitter and on LinkedIn. And I am Vicky underscore go figure coaching on Instagram. Guys, I would love you to share this podcast with anybody who you think may find it helpful. And until next week, take care of yourself. You matter just as much as everybody else. Have a lovely, lovely day.